All right. Welcome to Sweating the Board, our gambling segment of the Zoom Disputed podcast. My name is Trevor Shores. I'm one of the co-hosts of the uh, Sweating the Board segment, and I'm going to let uh, my co-host Colton introduce himself. Yep, I'm Colton Spore, also a co-host of the segment, and looking forward to talking about some gambling. Absolutely. So, Colton, what's kind of your background a little bit on gambling? How long have you been kind of putting some bets down for? So I actually just got an account set up like less than two months ago. So I'm still okay. pretty new to the sports gambling world. Fairly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I just turned 21 this summer. So oh, nice. yeah, still, still learning a lot. And yeah. yeah. What's kind of your favorite, uh, kind of favorite stuff to bet on so far, you think? Um, I found, I found baseball and basketball hard for me to bet on. I, I struggle a lot. So I try to stick to NFL. That's what I've had the most. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So for me, I've kind of got into it about two or three years ago by now. And, uh, after I just saw like, you know, all these extra numbers by the like scores and all that, I was like, Oh, what are these numbers do and stuff? So like, I kind of looked into, okay, so I see a minus six, I see a, OU 45 what does all that entail yeah, so what I, is that stuff yeah so I just kind of looked into it a little bit more and I kind of enjoyed following it even though like couldn't actually do it but then once it kind of became legal here I hopped on it right away so I've been doing it legally here now for over a year I started uh last college football season and uh oh nice yeah yeah, so I think I, I I remember my very first game that I put money on. It was like Florida Miami last year. It was like the week zero game. Okay. It was yeah. Like, I think it was like Florida minus four or minus five, something like that. And like it was going back and forth for a while. And then like the fourth quarter, it was just like these two teams are just so bad. They're like turning the ball over and just like Florida's barely hanging on. I think Florida ended up did winning that game and covered that spread there. But it was just like I was like so like. I was sweating ungodly for watching a football game. I didn't know why until after that. So, yeah. So, yeah, I guess we can kind of start a little bit too by kind of just talking about the college football season or college football week that happened yesterday. So we got quite a few upsets. How many, how many upsets do you think there were about six or seven or so? Yeah, I saw um, Barstool tweeted. They have like a sports book Twitter that's focused on bets. And I saw it was at least seven. So it was a wild day of football. Definitely for sure. I mean, I probably the biggest one was probably Iowa State over Oklahoma, right? Yeah, definitely for yeah, folks in Iowa too. That was that was crazy. Yeah, Iowa State. How many fans do they have in the stands? About twenty? Was it fifteen or twenty thousand, something like that? Yeah, I didn't see a number, but I like I saw some the highlights like we talked about, and it seemed like a decent amount were in there. God, Oklahoma was just their defense is just so bad. Like they just yeah. were so like they couldn't tackle the ball. They just had. Be- busted coverage the whole like whole deal and uh i mean yeah, I, I don't think i was last week yeah i don't think iowa state's like obviously not as great as what they could be but i think they're a little bit better than like some people give them credit for yeah definitely i did actually throw some money on ohio or ohio, what am i doing iowa state like plus eight or something and they obviously easily cover that and one straight up so that would have been sweet to if I got some money line on that one. Oh yeah. That money line payout would have been awesome. Right. Right. Then some other upsets that we kind of saw there, uh, TC over Texas. That was kind of a, a pretty big up, kind of an upset on my, but I feel like TCU has had Texas's number ever since I've been in the big 12. I, I saw something like being like, 
I don't know, five of the last seven years or something like that. Oh, holy cow. Wow. Yeah, so I feel like they, TCU plays Texas pretty well, both at home and away. And for the record, Texas is not back. They're whatever. <laughs> <Horns down. laughs> whatever Sam Ellinger said, like two or three years ago, whatever it was, they have not been like, haven't been back since and probably yeah. a while before they are. I it's think so. Like for, it's been like for a while, like every year, it's like, oh, this is the year Texas gets back. This, this is the year. <laughs> and then every year they get tripped up early and. For sure. And then I think next week is the Oklahoma, Texas game. So that'll be quite like the, I don't even think that'll be near as good as like it's been in previous years because both teams have kind of struggled early on. So be yeah, definitely. Yeah. Be interested to see what happens there. So then I think some other upsets I wrote down was like Tulsa over UCF. I thought that was, I didn't watch the game or see anything, but I just saw that, wow, UCF lost. Usually they've been pretty good. And yeah, they're ranked this year, right? I think like, yeah, somewhere 13 to 15, somewhere around there. I didn't really get the full number, but I think, yeah, the, anytime UCF loses in the past, in the last couple of years, that's been pretty much an upset. Yeah. Then another one I had Arkansas over Mississippi State. So you have Arkansas, probably one of the worst teams in the SEC, goes, was it at Mississippi State or was that Arkansas? I can't remember. That I can't remember, but. Right. Either way. Um the terrible Arkansas goes it goes and plays and beats Mississippi State, who last week had the probably the upset of the week last week beating LSU. Was just like, like what? Yeah. Are we that was crazy. And Mississippi State was like kind of one of my locks of the week. So like really? their, their team total was at it was like forty some for like them to score. And you know that offense put up you know thirty forty on LSU last week. And I thought yeah they could, they could put up fifty on Arkansas and they came out and only scored fourteen. <laughs> You'd think, and they yeah, threw for like – or had like 600-some yards of offense last week. and just, Yeah, they broke the SEC record, right, for passing then all, yards. Then all of a sudden this week just get, t- take the loss, I guess. So Yeah, it's crazy. And I had Mississippi State in both of my college football parlays. So, oh, really? Yeah, that sunk my uh, college <laughs> football Saturday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then a couple other ones I had was NC State over Pitt. I think Pitt was ranked like – 18 somewhere around there I think and NC State just kind of came in and I think it was pretty back and forth for a while then NC State just kind of took over a little bit there yeah 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 I saw uh Pitt was ranked kind of lower the AP poll but yeah I got upset there and the last one I wrote down was SMU over Memphis which I knew was a pretty pretty big game going into it because they had a pretty high scoring game last year but I saw like Memphis was ranked 24 but on my on some of the books I saw SMU was kind of favored in that game so I guess on yeah. the on the on paper, I guess it's an upset, but like according to the books, like if SMU's favor that they kind of I think that game was pretty back and forth as well. I don't really have a sc- can't remember the score on that, but I just remember SMU being pretty favored on that one. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of the Iowa game at home against Minnesota last year, where right, we were right, actually favored in the sports book, but we were the lower ranked team and they were undefeated. So and we stormed the field after we sunk that ship. So that <laughs> yes, sir. winning on all of us. So yeah, another one more little stat on yesterday. I found that the just the underdogs in general like went 23 and 7 against the spread. So that's insane to think that 23 team 23 teams were able to or underdogs were able to cover that spread there. So yeah, that's very impressive. Wow. Yeah. So have you been kind of keeping up with like baseball at all? Oh yeah, I've been watching a lot of the MLB playoffs. Yep. Um I came in, I was going to follow the Reds because I love Trevor Bauer. He's my guy. I love everything about him, how he's – he has, like, vlogs where he talks about some of his stances on things, like things maybe the MLB could do better to improve the league. So, 
Yeah, I was following him, and unfortunately, they got swept. They weren't the only team. I mean, I think I wrote like six six teams got swept two nothing, and only like the other two series are the only ones that went all three games. So it's kind of wow, kind of interesting to see like you know it's a short series, only being either two or three games, and yeah, you know, gotta bring your A game because you never know when like things like that can happen. Then another thing too, like. The seventeen, so the NL and AL Central brought seven teams between the two divisions, and all seven are gone. Like, really, yeah. like none of them, none of them won. Like, Reds got swept, Cubs got swept, Cardinals took it to three games. Who am I missing? Brewers got swept by the Dodgers. The Twins lost to the A's. White Sox. Did the White Sox go two or did they get swept, or they get swept or go all three games? So the A's. They took a game. Yep. yep. They went all three. And then who are we missing there? White Indians. The Indians got swept by the Yankees. So Yep. Yeah. So did yeah. you have any did you have any bets down on those games? See, I kind of like you were saying we were talking earlier. Like, I think baseball is one of the toughest ones to put money on because you don't know. It's too like unpredictable. You never know. You can get like a two-nothing game or like a eight to seven game. You just never know. It's um, so hard to predict, yeah. Yeah, and, like, you just never know if, like, the bats are going to be good, if the pitching is going to be good. So I kind of uh, – once in a while I'll throw more – a little something on baseball. I kind of do more, like, series – betting series rather than individual games. I think it's kind of a little bit on it's my a little more stable. Yeah. So I did throw – I did throw a few on it. I did, didn't do very well in the series just because – I think on the upsets there was only – let me see how many upsets there were. I think maybe like two. I think the Marlins and the Astros were the two like serious underdogs that won. Otherwise, the rest were all favorites to win. So, yeah, yeah. And then another stat I found interesting: oh, the eighteen games that were played, twelve of them were decided by three runs or less. So clearly, we have pretty strong pitching going on. If not, a lot of runs are being scored there. Yeah, a lot of tight ball games. I know in that Red series, the first game they went. Uh, over 12 and a half innings without scoring a run. It took till the bottom of the 13th to get a run across. I watched about half of that game before I had to go and do something, but then I just was like, oh, my God, that went 12 innings. It was just like, oh, my God. Crazy, yeah. Yep, all the starters in that series pitched really well. Even in the second game, the Reds didn't score again. Right, so then going off like going off that, you no, know, having strong pitching, not a lot of runs scored, I mean, we had a lot of unders compared to over. So I think I counted – I think we had 10 games go under and six go over, I believe. So somewhere around, somewhere around that area there. So we'll kind of be interesting to see. We can kind of talk about the next uh, series that I'll start this week here in a little bit when we get to the division series. So, and I mean, we got basketball going on too. I mean, we're in the NBA finals and Lakers are up 2-0 as of now. And so I kind of was doing a little looking at the numbers for game one and game two. So the Lakers, were favored by four and a half the first game, and they took care of the Heat there, had no problem. And then that game went under. I think I wrote down two seventeen and a half was the was the over under there. They went that went under, and then game two, which this was kind. Of, so I bet game two, and it was kind of interesting. So when I got it, it was at Lakers minus nine and a half. Yep. And I saw the final line was ten and a half, and the Lakers ended up winning by ten. Oh wow! So you got it a good number. Yeah, so depending on what number you kind of get it at and like whether I mean if you got like you won or not. And like I did for that one, the game did go over two two sixteen and a half there. So yep. over under has been kind of iffy. You never know how that's gonna go. And then like 
I think I saw tonight. So tonight's Sunday night, Lakers get heat game three. It's at nine and a half again. So I, I didn't put anything down for it tonight just because I think tonight for game three, if the Heat don't win this game tonight, then I think the series is over. I don't really yeah. think there's That's much better. chance, really. Yeah, very hard to come back from 3-0. Lake, uh, LeBron, AD, those guys are just kind of cruising and really I don't think they've been too tested too much at all this in the finals here. No, yeah. I've been kind yeah, of that- – go ahead, sorry. Oh, um, I was just going to say that game one, um, I was just going along the lines of I thought that Laker offense would just kind of put up a bunch of points, and I took the I took the team or the the over, and I kind of thought it would be closer. I mean, Miami hardly put up any points. Like you said, it was a blowout, and yeah, we didn't get to the over just because Miami couldn't keep pace. Right, and I've been kind of like following the Heat basically since they've been in the bubble, mm-hmm. and like I think it was like the – through the you know the seven games or so they played before the playoffs and like the first two series like the Heat didn't lose a game they were like undefeated in the bubble until they got to like the I don't know if it was semifinal conference semifinals or conference finals somewhere they finally lost a game but they've been and they've been covering the spread too in all their games that's what was kind of fun to kind of tr- uh, tail them there yeah they looked really solid up until it was like towards the end of that Boston series Boston took a couple but mm-hmm. yeah I was glad they closed that out because I was pulling for the heat too yeah I just think you know going back to what we said like the the Lakers just got the star power they've got the offense to keep it going in the heat love Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero and all them but just like I just think they're starting to it's not the same offensive firepower that's for sure right just kind of ran into a wall a little bit there too yep. so you think One... that... go ahead sorry uh, one thing I've been betting on in the NBA playoffs is like player props. I don't know if you do that, but like I take like um, like player point total overs. Like I had been betting um, Goran Dragic's um, over for like most of the playoffs. So mm-hmm. I don't know. That was one just kind of like unique bet that I kind of like to put down. Oh yeah, for sure. We can definitely you know again. We can do spreads. We can do over unders, teasers, parlays, player props. We can really do pretty much anything. The Sky's the limit, I guess, there. Yeah. So did you catch any of the NFL games that were happening earlier today? I did, yeah. So um, I actually – my biggest bet of the day was I put 30 bucks on Lamar to throw over a touchdown – or, um, excuse me, Russell Wilson to throw over uh, one-and-a-half touchdowns, so he had to throw two. Mm-hmm. Um, the line, was like, wasn't great. Like, it was 30 to win 15. But I figured, man, he had thrown at least four every game, so I thought that was just right. kind of giving away money. And that I, went down, that went down to the wire. He didn't throw a second one to the fourth quarter. Yeah, that that game was kind of like the Dolphins kind of hung around there. They, I, I think the Seahawks were kind of in the lead most of the game, but I think the Dolphins just kind of hung around. They, they kind of do that a little bit when they play. They, they don't necessarily they're if they're losing, they're not necessarily losing by a lot. They're always kind of hanging around with the team that they're uh, playing and stuff. I think the Seahawks did cover that game, but. The Dolphins usually kind of stick around and just kind of hang out till necessary to get blown out. Yeah, you're right. That game was tight, like most of the way through. Mm-hmm. Another game, probably the most crazy game of the day, the Browns Cowboys game. Did you check that out? Yeah, I was. Yeah, as soon as you said craziest game of the day, I was thinking <laughs> Browns Cowboys. Yeah, what'd you think about that? I just like the Browns just like took it to them like early on and stuff, and then just like I think at one point I saw like 41, 14 or something like that, and then. All of a sudden, the Cowboys just score, just come back on a tear and just try to almost bring it to, like, 41-30, I think, something like that. Yeah, they stormed back. They got within seven or eight at one point. 
Okay. And then just, I think the, that Odell Beckham had like a reverse or like a reverse, like jet sweep or something like that. Just took it to the, just kind of sealed the game there and just not insane game. Really. I, I did have Browns plus either plus three or plus four there. So I was no sweat there really. Oh, nice. Yeah. That was a good bet. And so let's see what other ones I wrote down. Uh, Lions Saints. I think I saw a big, a lot of people were on Lions plus three. I think the Lions got up 14, nothing in the first quarter. They did, yeah. Then all of a sudden, the Saints just come storming back, and just lines lines are typical lions, kind of known for not known for not great things. And then, they yeah, just, saw, go ahead. I actually saw a stat on ESPN where the Lions had blown six straight leads of ten or more points. So that's wow. just crazy. Like they they start out great. Cause I remember when they played the Bears a few weeks ago. The Lions they were up good, and then the Bears came came back in that fourth quarter there. And yep, yeah. So let's see other ones. Uh, I had Cardinals minus three against the Panthers. They just flat out stunk the whole day. Just damn nothing going there. So that's not. Yeah, I I had Cardinals money line too, and it's some parlays. So that mm-hmm. sunk me. Uh, Buccaneers charges. That was a pretty pretty close game for the most part. Back Buccaneer. I think it was like twenty four to seven at halftime before they finally the Buccaneers got going in the second half, and then uh, the Chargers kind of kept with them most of the or the rest of the game there. I think the Buccaneers didn't end up getting the win there. And yeah, if they ended up winning by seven, um, the Chargers had a chance to tie late and Herbert threw a pick. So, mm. but you're right. That was a, that was a fun game to watch. Cause like you said, they came back from down 17. That would have been a good live betting option there. For sure. Yeah. And then the other two games I wrote down were Bengals Jaguars, which I didn't really care too much for Joe Burrow got his first win. Yep. And, Ravens took care of the Washington football team there. So nothing really. I think Lamar had a 50 yard TD run or something. I saw a highlight there. He did. Yeah. I saw that. It was very impressive. Yeah. All right. So that brings us to, well, that's about the early game. So we're, we're kind of at the end of the afternoon slate there. So I don't really have any numbers in front of me right now. So I guess we could kind of move on to tomorrow night with some tomorrow month or maybe tonight. This will come out on tomorrow monday so tomorrow monday we are fortunate enough we now have two monday night football games we have the initial one was packers falcons so that one that one got moved to seven a 750 start time got pushed back a little bit and as of right now i have uh for lines packers are minus seven and the over under is 57 what do you think of those numbers um i'm actually a huge falcons fan so i try to hear that yeah (laughs) it's tough um, I don't know how you view this, but like I try to never bet on my team just so I don't mix like the betting with like rooting for my team unless it's just actually betting money line or something like that. Oh, I'm the total opposite. I have to bet my team. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. Yeah. So, I, yeah. Interested other people do that, but I just I can't do it. That way I get I, I, I thought of it doing the opposite way if I bet is like I've seen people like bet against their team, which like so if, if they if their team wins great, then they're out money. But if their team loses, they still get money, which I don't really agree with that strategy. There, so I, I'm a ride or die. I'm a ride or die. I'll just, I'll, if we, we win together, we lose together. The way I look at it. Yeah. Who's your team? I'm a Bears fan. Oh, Bears. Okay. So yeah. we're we're at three and zero as of right now, but it's not. I have the game on the background with the Colts, and it's not looking great. So. Yeah. See, they're down sixteen with under two to go. Yeah, so probably not a fourth quarter comeback this week, not looking like. But three and one, you know, not 
not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. We got plenty of time to improve. So, so we got, oh, yeah. so going back to that game, I'm thinking probably Packers minus seven, de- definitely the over. I'm thinking over 57. Yep. Both offenses are great. They'll definitely the won't have, have struggled. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely won't have any trouble putting up points there. And then yep, if I had, if I had to lay a bet down, I would also go the over there. Yep. Definitely. Yep. So now, so like I said earlier, we have two two Monday Night Football games. So the Monday, the second game we are now we now have is Patriots Chiefs, which, which was supposed to happen today or Sunday at noon, but uh, Cam Newton got his COVID test came back positive, so they kind of delayed it a little bit, and now um, they are playing tomorrow night at six o'clock on CBS there. And what I kind of found interesting about this game is, so like right away when that got announced that. Uh, he tested positive. Um, all the sports books took off that game there. It was like snap a finger. It's gone there. Like poof, like just crazy how fast that can move there. I was actually just going to mention that because I saw the tweet on Twitter and it had been posted for five minutes. So I was like, Oh my God, I have to go hop on this, uh, the spread like right now. And I got on my sports book and you're right. Poof. It was gone. They took it off that fast. It just like Vegas knows everything. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. So now when they announced that it got back on playing on Monday Night Football, I checked the line. And as as of a little bit ago, I saw it was Chiefs minus 11 and the over-under is now 50. Yeah, that spread shifted a lot. I think it probably shifted like five or six points from what it was. I remember I thought I saw at one point it was like Chiefs minus seven. So maybe it was only four. Okay, so I might have. I might have saw like six or six and a half, but yeah, I think you're right. It was at seven at one point. And we might have saw different numbers too, just depending on where we saw it at. So where do you, th- what are you thinking now? Like, do you think Chiefs can cover 11 or? Um, I would go, um, I would take the Pats to cover that. I just, okay. I can't bet against Bill no matter what. I feel like he's, I, I just can't count him out. I, I don't know if they'll win. I would still right. take the Chiefs to win, but I would not count the Pats out. That's for sure. I did see another number number today that it the Belichick and the Patriots are like was it like six and two or eight and two or something like that when they are double digit underdogs. Wow. Yeah. Something and how like many that. times does that happen? How many times is Bill a double digit you know underdog? That doesn't happen very often. And that the they have covered that six the six straight times now. Holy cow. But now, given that was when Tom Brady was that quarterback, though, right? So, yep. I yeah, think, now it's Jared Stidham probably tomorrow night. Oh, I, was, I thought it was Brian Hoyer. Oh, okay. Yeah, he might be the backup. Yep. Either I, way, one of the two, I mean, 11 points. That's for the Chiefs. Depending on which Chiefs team shows up, if it's the Chiefs team that played the Ravens, then probably no problem covering 11. But if it's the Chiefs team that struggled against the Chargers, then different story there. You know what I mean? Yep. Exactly. Yeah. I had uh, the Chiefs money line and some parlays that week of the Chargers game. And oh boy, was my heart through the roof. That was, sure. that was a nail biter. Yeah. yeah. Like you said, they turned around the Baltimore game and played like the Chiefs of, of last year, that Super Bowl team. When they got on that run that last, you know, half of the season stuff, we're just scoring like no other. And yeah. Yeah. Yep. So then we got base or football tomorrow night, and then baseball resumes again tomorrow night. We have, or Monday, I guess I should say. First couple series are going in the ALDS. The Astros are, and at the Astros and Athletics, um, that game starts at three o seven, and then we have Yankees Rays starting at seven o seven. 
Um, what I kind of found interesting too is kind of like the placements for these get games. So like the AL is playing in San Diego, and then the NL is playing in Arlington, Texas. There. Yeah. Kind of flip flop, you know. Yeah, and like um, somebody mentioned to me in class, um, in California, COVID restrictions are so tight they can't have fans there. But I think in Arlington, they're planning on having some sort of limited amount. So that was kind of interesting to hear. Yeah, they'll see with how many. Wonder how many they think they let in there. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, that was interesting. So I kind of I br- I brought up the pitching matchups for tomorrow. We can kind of maybe take a guess we want to go with. I mean, we just have pitching matchups. We don't have like lineups or nothing. So. So as of right now for the Houston-Oakland game tomorrow, it's Lance McCullers Jr. versus Chris Bassett for pitchers. What are you thinking there initially? Um, oh, boy. I would lean Astros, I suppose. Honestly, I, I wouldn't bet on it. Like, like we said, baseball is so toss-up, and I don't know enough. It takes, like, I normally kind of pick out one game of the day and bet on it, the one I feel most confident. But if I had to pick, I would lean Astros. How about you? I'm kind of thinking the same boat without seeing a lineup, just seeing the pitchers. Yeah, I would probably lean more Houston just because of the playoff experience a little bit compared to the the A's and stuff. And I was going to – I'm pulling up my thing here to see if they have any, like, what the over-under is or – I think in baseball, they do like run lines. So it's usually like one and a half. Yeah. Almost every game I've seen is one and a half. So the over-unders as of now is eight. Do you think, I think both games, uh, let me pull up my notes here, going back to what we talked about earlier. So in the, in the A's series against the White Sox, they went, they're both their games. They went over. Okay. Yep. Meanwhile, the, uh, the Astros, both their games, they went under. Hmm. So, yeah, hmm. kind of a matter of how you see, you know, which team, mm-hmm. whether that over works out or that under works out. Yeah. And it looks like for the series, let me pull up what the series is. I think for the series that, that uh, A's are a favorite and the Astros are the underdog there. So might get some value going with the Astros for the season series or the, the series bet there yeah definitely that might be something we look into that's a yeah and then and that the second other, game go ahead oh, go ahead i was gonna say that second game there so the second game pitchers are garrett cole versus blake snell that'll be a pretty good pitching matchup if both aces are on their game and that might be uh yeah i was i was actually gonna say bet the under there but it looks like it's set at seven which is pretty low so i might back off of that yeah i don't know i'll have to Yep, I got seven as well on my book. So and it looks like the probably I imagine the Yankees are the favorite in that series here. Yeah, with the offensive firepower, I mean, they're hard to bet against. Do you uh so what on um, if you ever do like baseball, do you ever do like the uh first five at all? That's I don't know. I, I've seen the option, but I haven't. I, I've thought about it, but I just don't like I'm not confident enough to do it, I guess. Yeah, so basically that's more of – I would guess they have that, so it's more of just the starters and less of the bullpen being a factor. I, right. Yeah, that would be I, my guess as to why they do that. But Yeah, just something well, – another option to do so, just kind of a neat idea there. Yeah, but, yeah, I haven't. So that's for Monday's games. So then Tuesday, so they have game twos of both those games we just talked about, and then they have the NLDS kind of started there. Uh, 
I guess really I'm kind of looking at the games here for Miami to the Marlins and the Braves. As of right now, they just have Max Freed for the Braves listed. They don't have uh, the Marlins starter listed yet, so probably wouldn't be a not really an idea there. But do you have it? Who do who would you lean there for a series there? Um, this would probably be the series I'd be most confident in betting. I would bet the Braves for that series. Mm, okay. How about you? I initially thought Braves, like you said, but then I'm, I remember seeing another number where like every time the, the Marlins have been in the playoffs, they've won the World Series. So like 2003 and like 97, I think. I oh, wow. Right. But yeah, like, they haven't lost like a series. It's an impressive isn't that, stat. Wow. Isn't that crazy to think? Like, it's very crazy. Time, so like, but given this isn't your 2003 Marlins, this is your 2020 Marlins. So, you know, what do you? What do you do there? Yeah. Then the other, the other game one, there's uh, the Padres and the Dodgers there. And right now they have Walker Bueller for the Dodgers listed, but no pitcher for the Padres listed at all. Yeah. That'll be a really fun series. Probably the most like star power out of the four of these series. I'm definitely excited to watch that one. For sure. Yeah. I, I would say no, probably Dodgers are the favorite if I had to guess, but I think the Padres could definitely take them to what is the DS? Is it five games they go to? I think it's best of five. Yeah. I, I think the Padres could definitely take them to four, maybe even five games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. And one thing I noticed was um, in that opening series, the Padres left Mike Clevenger off the roster. He's mm-hmm. one of the better pitchers that they got from Cleveland. I don't know if it was because he started late in the regular season or if he was hurt or what, but it'd be interesting to see if he gets back on the roster there. Yeah, I did see that that same thing too. I didn't really look into it much or anything, but you know, we'll see what see what because do they release those uh, like division series rosters at all or? Um, I think so. Yeah, I think they release them right before the series starts. So imagine probably you know Monday or Tuesday or whenever they get whenever they get to it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. It's it's saying online he may return. So I guess that's still up in the air as of right now. Gotcha. Yep. So that's that. And then we have, like we talked about earlier, the NBA finals, like game three is tonight, Sunday night. Do you have, do you think this Lakers close, close it out or not close it out? They think Lakers uh, take game three tonight. Yep. I do. I, yep. I would take the Lakers um, in a four game sweep. Do you think it's a, no, no, no five games at all. No gentleman sweep at all. Straight four. <laughs> yep. Nope. Just a straight four. How about you? I part of me agrees with you. Yes, but I do want to see the Heat get at least one game. So it kind of makes it somewhat. Because really, ever since like football came back, like NFL and college, like basketball got kind of pushed away a little bit. NHL definitely got put on the back burner a little bit there. And even because like the Stanley Cup went, came and went, and like not really that many people like pay that much of attention to it just because like it's you know kind of in the middle of football season there so yeah yeah do you have any bets down for game three i think i'm gonna pass on game three but if i did i'd probably go lakers just because like i said earlier i think if the heat were gonna win a game it has to be tonight but i think probably gonna be the lakers and i'm gonna I'm stick with my i'm gonna stick with my i'm gonna go i think lakers win tonight sunday night the Heat are going to win Tuesday night to get it to go 3 1, and then the Lakers will close it out game five on Friday night. Okay. That's yeah. my initial thought. That could probably change in the next little bit. So, yeah, if you, yeah, I mean, you might as well bet Heat money line there in game four. <laughs> That'd be a good value. For sure. Yep. So, 
Yeah, that's all I really got. Do you have anything else though before we kind of wrap it up here? No, that's it. Just uh, like you said, looking forward to tomorrow night, a uh, couple uh, big football games and uh, looking forward to the next round of the baseball playoffs. Yep, definitely for sure. And yeah, we'll, we'll be back later this week with another, another segment, another for the podcast here. So uh, do you have any, like we said, we'll probably keep records of what we kind of talk about a little bit so we can kind of keep track of what I think, what you think, and kind of just see where we end up and see what people like, what they don't like, and anything like that. So do you want to just go ahead and plug any, like, social media or any other stuff you have going on at all? Yeah. Um, yeah, my Twitter is Colton Spore. That's where I, um, I'm most active and tweet a little bit about sports. So, yeah, you can go ahead and follow me on there. And, yeah, how about you? Yep, my Twitter, Instagram is all at Trevor Shores, T-R-E-V-E-R-S-H-O-R-E-S. That's where I do. I tweet a little bit about basically anything and everything and anything like that. So thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll be back later this week. Yep, definitely. Look forward to talking to you guys later in the week. All right, bye.